Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about using your iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. And we design design Linea to be something that you could just pick up and start sketching with immediately. And no, don't think about it. You don't have to fiddle with can- canvas stuff and options. You just pick it up and draw or paint. Welcome back to another episode of iPad Pros. Back in the podcast is the co-founder of the Icon Factory, Ged Mayhew. The Icon Factory made the incredible Twitterific app. As many of you know, without warning, Twitter shut down all third-party apps. In this case, Twitterific was originally released back in 2007 and predated the App Store, with it initially coming out for jailbroken iPhones and the Mac. It was there for iPad on day one, releasing April 1st, 2010, a couple days before the iPad launched on April 3rd. This app invented the verb tweet, and even the bird iconography comes from this app. So with that said, I just find it so sad for over a decade's worth of work to just be shut down and their income stream to be shut off as well. Third-party apps truly shaped the Twitter service and business and gave it so much added value, and I just find this just an incredibly sad moment for apps like Twitterific. For those that want to support the Icon Factory, they have two other awesome iPad apps, Tot and Linea Sketch, that we will be diving deep into in this episode. Linea Sketch is an iPad-first sketching app that really takes advantage of the Apple Pencil. Just last week, Linea Sketch was updated to version 4.2 that we'll be chatting about in-depth in this episode. It is free to download, and to unlock the full app, you can subscribe monthly, yearly, or now jump up to the $29.99 lifetime unlock. Listen to episode 76 of this podcast to learn more about the awesome app Tot. Without further delay, here's my interview with Ged, all about Linea Sketch. Enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast, Ged. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being here. Um, exciting day, new version of Linea Sketch out that we're going to chat about. Um, you were last on the podcast to talk about Tot uh, back yeah. in March of 2020, and um, the Magic Keyboard for iPad was uh, just introduced as well. So oh, wow. it's been a bit, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Blast from the past. Yes. <laughs> So before we uh, get to that, uh, to Linea Sketch, um, how has the iPad in general been treating you? Like, how, what has its role changed at all in the past couple of years? It's it's been great. I've been, I've been enjoying the iPad evolving quite a bit, and especially just as just recently, Apple just came out with these new uh, the the hover action on the Apple Pencil with the iPad Pro, and uh, we're looking at that and seeing you know what what that could what users could benefit from yeah. that in Linea. But uh, I'm glad to see that Apple is still pushing it forward with the Apple Pencil and, and the iPad. Um, that's exciting. So, And there's rumors of now even a larger iPad. A I would love that. Yeah, iPad. that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would buy that in a minute, um, personally. So I hope that turns out to be true. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, the hover thing's uh, pretty, pretty interesting. I don't have the M2... Uh, pro, but um, I, I know your app has this ability to replace um, existing, um, like, ex- like if you have a circle, you can replace the color with a different color as a feature. Mm-hmm. So you could probably preview that with hover to some degree, maybe. Yeah, there's yeah, or the the size of the brushes that you're using, you know, before you actually make yeah. a stroke, that kind of thing. Yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah, um, and then. The last time we actually chatted about Linea Sketch was for version two, and this was all the way back in April of 2018. So it's been a good wow. uh, five years or so uh, since, 
So this app has been around a while. That was version two. So, <laughs> so wow. yeah, that's that's great. So well, good to uh, see Linus still going strong. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah. So since then, I just thought we'd do kind of like just briefly what's been going on. Um, version two point six added stroke widths, as you mentioned, different widths of stroke and um, pressure sensitivity. It's amazing that I don't think was even as big of a thing as it is uh, today with with that. Right. Yep. And then the ability for like having more templates with sheet music. Musicians are now using it to, you know, draft out ideas, uh, you know, which is kind of kind of nifty with, with how that we added done. a whole whole bunch of t- of templates there. We added some sports templates too. So if you if you um want to like do a basket, if you're at a baseball game and you want to keep track of the score and do all of the fielding yeah. and stuff in Linea, that's built into the app, so you can pull up your iPad and do that. It's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. And then, yeah, dark mode was added in the next version and multi-page PDF export as you're working with. For that, are you, you're exporting multiple drawings at once. You, you hit like select and you hit a couple bit different ones or how's the multi-page export work? Yeah. You select the different sketches that you want and then you select the format, whether it's portrait or landscape. If you want a border, um, there's a whole bunch of formatting options for PDFs. And then when you export it it saves the file out to the files app on the ipad nice so that you can email it or share it via icloud or whatever and uh, it's pretty cool because you can make a an entire document right from your sketches and your projects in linea yeah yeah very cool and if if you're either using the sheet music thing if you have more one page of sheet music it yeah go well together yeah and then uh, version three was big, um, came to iPhone as a universal app. Yeah. How have you seen uptick of people using it without the pencil and on the kind of smaller form factor? It's a lot, a lot fewer users, frankly. Yeah. You know, I mean, people, you can't use your Apple pencil on the iPhone. And so you have to draw with your finger, basically. And I mean, it's good for making quick notes or mm-hmm. annotating things that you already have in linea or jotting down quick ideas. Yeah. Um, we, f- we find it works great as a viewer. Like if you're right. going someplace and you want to show someone a, a drawing or an idea or something like that, then you can just pull out your iPhone and show them the sketch. Um, and it has the so awesome replay kind of feature where you can show them how it was created even. Right. A time, yeah. The time-lapse stuff is built into that. So in that respect, it's great. Not so much for the creating. I mean, people do create with yeah. it on the iPhone, and that's totally impressive. Um, but without the pencil and, and those other limitations, it, it can be a little bit challenging. Yeah. And then uh, version 4 added text annotations, so you can uh, put annotations on on the drawings as well as water, color brushes, locking layers, um, anything else about version 4 worth, worth pointing out. Yeah, version 4 was a, a big one. And annotations, a lot of people had... That was a big request we had for a lot of years. People wanted to add text to their drawings, and uh, annotations let you do that pretty simply. And you can use Apple Scribble um, when you're mm-hmm. doing that. You know, just hand draw your your notes, and it will convert it to to type and uh, for you. Um, but the big one was the watercolor brush. That I personally wanted that in Linea for a long, long time. Yeah, and it was technically challenging to implement. It took a long time to get to the kind of results that we liked visually mm-hmm. and and was still responsive in the code you yeah. know, on, on, across a variety of, of different uh, hardware from the iPad mini to the iPad Pro. Because um, you get a set different 
options for how you want to behave, you know, right. more or less water kind of, is that right. kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like more watery, less watery. Do you want it to be more pillowy? Um, that kind of thing. You can get a whole variety of different visual effects with the watercolor brush, the way that we implemented it. And I, I'm really proud of it actually, yeah. because it's, it's simple. It's easy to use. There's not, you're not like overloaded with options, you know, but it still gives you that watercolory look when you're painting and drawing with it. And um, users really loved it. They really, really responded to it. When your team was looking into adding to the watercolor brush or other tools, um, did did you guys kind of have watercolors in the office to like, what's this experience like and how does this react with different water and things of that nature? Yeah, we did. A lot of references. So many references, hard to I mean, it's funny when we developed the app, because if you look at my my project list, my sketchbook in Linea, it's just pay, sketch after sketch of just like different things that I do with that tool that we're yeah. developing, you know, they're just like pages <laughs> and pages of them, you know, and it takes a long time to get to the, the end result. And, uh, but that's, a, that's okay. That's what it's, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. And we, we try to pick the things from a watercolor or a pen or an ink that we like the best and implement those into Linea to try to get the, the optimum version of that thing. Yeah. You know? As far as pens and stuff, how nitty gritty do people, that people, if, if you love a fountain pen, can you, can you like set how flexible you want the, uh, nibs and stuff to be within Linea or... How far? No, you can't. No. Okay. You know, there's only, there's not, it's not like other apps like Procreate where you can, you know, have a slider and change the, the amount of noise or the amount of grit or, you know, yeah. the angle and all of those things. That's, you know, that's one of the things that we, one of the reasons why we developed Linea was because those tools were, in my opinion, just too complex. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're great for pro artists who need to do certain things and want a specific look and all of that. But for the average person or designer or programmer or note taker, those things get in the way. They really do can get in the way of just getting your idea down on paper. And we design, design Linea to be something that you could just pick up and start sketching with immediately. And no, don't think about it. You don't have to fiddle yeah. with can- canvas stuff and options. You just pick it up and draw or paint. And it is super, it, it's straightforward. It's just a fun user interface to be in. And um, it does, with the iPhone support, it does scales up nicely up and down on your iPad with screen sizes and I've been playing around right. with resolutions on external displays. And you can have the icons nice and big if you have those uh, set down for the resolution and yeah, it's, right. it's a fun playpen to, to work in. Yeah, when we developed the the new organic ink that just come in four point two, I mean it's it's nothing that other that people haven't seen before. It's you know it's it's a it's a rough pen nib uh-huh. that lets you sketch with a rough textured appearance to it. Yeah, and you can get that kind of thing a million different ways in Procreate. You know, but. You have to choose your brush sizes, choose your your textures, choose the effects of the paper, choose, you know, there's like a million things to adjust. And I just, we didn't want to do that. And we want to try to create a great organic pen. And that's what we did in 4.2. And I 
again, I'm, I'm pleased with how it turned out. I've been drawing with it constantly. And I really like how the sketches that I've been doing turn out using that organic ink. What's the facsimile for what that comes from? Like organic ink for someone that's not in the drawing in the real world. Uh, what kind of pen does this? I guess you could call it maybe a, a, a quill pen. Yeah. Um, you know, on, on, on like a textured paper, <laughs> it's almost like that. It gives you that, like, it's not calligra- calligraphy. It's yeah. just a, a stroke that has a non-smooth, non-digital looking yeah. edge. You know, one of the things about drawing with digital tablets is that strokes can look quote unquote, too perfect, right. too smooth, too good, you know, too yeah. artificial, like they weren't created by a person and uh this is a a great way to combat some of that you know to bring that organic rustic feel back into your drawings and i I really like it how's pressure sensitivity play into the organic ink does it does it know like i'm pressing harder and to behave a bit differently when you're doing that versus a light yes yeah it, it, it lets you vary the stroke width from very thin and to very thick and it increases the scale of the texture as you press harder or lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also set in the opacity so that's not completely opaque when you do it. So you can get a, a soft grit graduated stroke with that same texture um, if you choose to. And then you can also set the fill tool, the little paint roller tool mm-hmm. in Linea to be using organic ink as well. So you can do large shapes all at once that have this textured edge which is a real time saver and and can boost creativity in other ways too, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And as you tilt the Apple Pencil, it does this this shading. Can you explain a bit on the tilting and how that behaves within this? Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's neat. It's, it's Another thing I really like about it is that you can get totally different looks and of, of how to shade and color your sketch if you just tilt the Apple Pencil a little bit more or a little bit less. And with with the new options in it, you can fill large areas with organic ink, and it adds like a a speckled decal texture into the fill. So it almost looks like it it was hit with like a uh, a mottled brush or a sponge, something like that. Um, and the the effects you get are are very different than if you just you know filled it with a straight fill or even did strokes to fill it. Um, which is cool. It gives you more options and flexibility when you're sketching. And another huge thing in 4.2 that just came out uh, last week here is the importing of of files, of PDFs, of Photoshop files. Right. Um, is it this is mainly for kind of reference drawing on top of them if you're learning how to draw or what what have you seen people use this for? Yeah, the, if you need to reference something in a in a Photoshop file or a PDF, you can quickly bring it into Linea. You don't even have to open a canvas to do it. You can just open the app, go into the project view, and import a file. And we got a lot of requests from people who had work they had done back in the old paper app from from, yeah. 50, from 53. They don't want to. They wanted to bring that into Linea and be able to continue to work on it there, or they don't want to lose their work you know, from that app. That app was discontinued. Is that right? Did they get purchased by somebody? I kind of forget. They got bought. They did. It's now owned by WeTransfer. Okay. Um, So it's not owned by 53 anymore. And uh, a lot of people have work on that. It was one of the first drawing 
apps on the iPad. Yeah, they had this stylus and, uh, that was like unique to their own app kind of yep, thing. Yeah. yeah, they did. They the up they sold the stylus and everything too. So we added the ability to import those files into Linea. It creates a layered version of that drawing mm-hmm. if it exists in in paper and Linea will import it and respect that stuff. Um, and you can also now a lot of other people wanted the ability to import multi-page PDF files if it's like a a document that they want yeah. to annotate on or something like that. You can hit import and it will create a sketch for every page of the PDF file. So you can go through and mark it up, highlight it, whatever you want to do. It's quick and easy, but it, it's, it was one of the most requested things that we had. In the export, do you get to choose if that um, imported image remains or how, how do you handle that? You, Linea can export in a multitude of different file types, including JPEG, TIFF, um, PNG. Um, and now you can export as a Linea document, too. So if you have another Linea user that you want to send yeah. the file to, you can do that. Um, you can't export as a Photoshop file um, that's proprietary, and we can't right. go there, you know, and all of that. But Does the imported image uh, go along for the export, or do you get to hide that, or how does that work? It converts it to a bitmap, and so it's when it exports it, it, it's a single bitmap image. Okay. When it goes back out. Gotcha. Yeah. And then something mentioned in the notes here, the watercolor colors are actually more accurate. Um, yeah. What, um, yeah. What, what, what about this? Yeah. That, that was a, a subjective thing. Yeah. But a, a lot of... I, when we first developed that watercolor brush, the, the ways that the pigment was put down onto the canvas didn't always reflect the, the hue, saturation, and brightness of those chosen colors as accurately as we would like. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a balance between showing the water and uh-huh. the water, like the water diluting the color when you put it down yeah. onto the pa- paper the quote-unquote paper <laughs> um <laughs> you know the fake paper yeah and then 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 how much it spreads and how much that interacts with other colors when you put that on top of other things that you've already drawn <laughs> and we've did a lot of research there and a lot of refining of how those colors interact with each other and the the result in this version is better it's yeah. just more more what you would expect when you paint with the with the watercolor brush it's very cool. As um, we've been talking, I just thought of like a bizarre idea for Apple Pencil 3, if Apple is listening. Um, okay. Have some way in the Apple Pencil to um, show colors itself. So if you dip your pencil into like um, a, a virtual paint bucket, it would have the pencil be a little blue. And then maybe you dip it in another color and see what color it is. And then that resulting color can then then be used on your, your drawing. Oh, man, that'd be fun. That would be really fun. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the technicalities cool. behind, you know, illuminating a physical object in that way, but that would be interesting. Man, that would be very <laughs> Apple. That it would, would they, be. They yeah. Would, yeah. 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 And then um, as far as um, another thing that was added, um, there's clear ink now to remove pigment. So yeah, what what exactly is this doing, and how's this work? That um, it's really neat. It's it basically it takes any brush in Linea and turns it into an inverse of that brush. So if you have a block of color down, and you select the watercolor brush mm-hmm. and you set it to clear ink, instead of putting pigment down, you're taking it away. 
you're erasing yeah. it. You're subtracting from what is already there. So you can subtract a pencil stroke, yeah, a pen, a pen stroke, uh, a, a fill, uh, a semi opaque stroke. The harder you press, the more you remove. And what it the result of it is, it ends up giving letting you like blend colors ben. and areas of the sketch into other areas very easily. Um, it's like having an eraser that morphs itself into whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And, uh, cause there's also it, an eraser within linear sketch where that behaves much right. differently. Right. That's just a simple, you know, erase this area with, with pressure or not. Yeah. And it, there's no texture. There's no nothing like that. But if you set a pencil to be clear ink mm-hmm. and you start sketching with it or erasing with it, you can do side shading, you know, press hard, thin lines, thick lines, and erase as you go. And the results are really cool. I really love clear ink in linear. Very cool. One thing we haven't mentioned at all are the zip lines. This has been there yeah. since, I think, version one. Then. So it yeah. was improved here. But can you kind of walk through zip lines? What what are they and kind of what are they today yeah. versus where they started? Yeah, Linea, I think Linea was one of the first ones that came up with this since we originally implemented it, a lot of other drawing apps. And even Apple has kind of sherlock did they take that they've taken the idea and and run with it themselves and basically it is you can draw a line in linea just a rough line and if you hold down at the end of that line it converts it to a perfectly straight line Mm -hmm. so it's easy an easy way to get perfectly straight strokes yeah which is impossible to do unless you have like a ruler (laughs) right Uh, you don't want to put a physical ruler yeah right a a physical ruler on the screen (laughs) yeah so you can do that and then you can using the grid templates in linear you can draw you know boxes and charts or floor plans or whatever you want with zip lines it also works with shapes you can draw squares circles ovals triangles this way and create perfect shapes as well and so now in 4.2, when you draw those perfect lines, you can vary the line from the start of the line to the end of the line with pressure. So you can get a thick line at the start and a thin line at the end. You can get a wide line at the start and a wide at the a thin at the end, or you can get a very opaque line at the start and a very thin light line at the end. And, um, it, it, it's a little thing, yeah. But it, it's it, again, it it gives you more options when you're drawing, and it lets you vary those shadings across distances within the canvas. Um, it's something I've really wanted for a long time, and I'm glad we finally were able to get it into the app. In the thickness and thinness, uh, is that is that done by pressure sensitivity? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pressure. Yeah. From Very the cool. Apple Pencil. Very cool. The Apple Pencil makes all of this possible. Really. Yeah, it's, it's 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 wonderful. It it really, I'm so happy that Apple developed it and it released it for the iPad. It's really changed the way I work, and I know it's changed the way millions of people have worked. Yeah, you know? have um you you guys found much use of the double tap on the Apple Pencil too? Uh, personally, no. Yeah. I tried it for a long time, and I kept accidentally double tapping. Yeah, I hear that I all the draw. time. As the thing that, yeah. Because you're constantly, when you're drawing with the pencil, you're constantly re-changing your grip 
of the mm-hmm. pencil. You don't. You just constantly hold onto it and not let go of it. You, yeah. Your your fingers move and you grab and regrab. And when you do that, it double taps. And so I had to turn it off. Yeah, I wish they would add kind of like AirPods Pro squeezing it with some haptics or something. That would work. That yeah, would be that's great. That's much like, more intentional. Yeah. Right. You squeeze it harder and it would undo or yeah. uh, double tap or something. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a new extra large one by one grid. Uh, that 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 sounds like just a big box. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a bunch of new templates in the app. Someone, a couple people wrote in and they said that they they used Linea for Dungeons and Dragons and gaming. Yeah. And so they they, you know, they draw out their dungeon maps in Linea <laughs> and they they wanted the 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 grid paper in Linea to be even bigger than it was I and mean, they need a big Oh, big I see. And okay. so we added this giant one by one grid. It's not not Mondo or anything, but yeah. it's a lot bigger than the old one. The iPhone templates in the app also have now a, the dynamic island in the in the template. So designers, when they do their interface designs, can account for the various widths of the dynamic island at the top of the screen. Nice. Um, things like that. Very cool. Since the app launched, and this has been many years, you guys have launched a subscription uh, for Linea Sketch. And I, mm-hmm. I noticed there was actually a lifetime unlock, which I don't think was there at launch, which was, um, so for those right. that do want to pay the lump sum, uh, I think it's $30, you can, you can do that. Yeah. Um, what all do you get with the subscription? There's, there's, and I, I do like how, like, there's a little kind of twinkle uh, for features that are locked off. It's not a mean, like, uh, you know, lock, you know, bar, right. you know, locked off sign. It's, it's something more <laughs> yeah, playful. Yeah, they're you can use the you know, yeah. They are their subscription features. There's like the watercolor brush, the new organic ink are features that you get when you subscribe. Um, we try to add improvements and some new features with every release that are free that come with the app. Yeah, and then there is also a couple key features that you get when you subscribe. If you do the the lifetime unlock, then you get all of it forever. And, you know, you can just use the app as you normally would. A lot of people don't like subscriptions. They don't like having to to pay every month or year, you know. And so we added that lifetime unlock and for those folks, which I think was a nice thing. I mean, it, it, I myself understand where the, where they're coming from. Yeah. And so uh, we added a little bit of flexibility there. So. But, yeah, a dollar a month. Well, you know. A dollar a month is, is almost, you know, for – you know, subscribe and forget. But yeah, for those that want the uh, the lifetime, it's there. Um, right. Yeah. And I do love the uh, the collections that you get for subscribing where you can have... It, it comes with, I think, uh, work and personal. And then you can add, like, if you are a musician, you can have, you know, my sheet music collection or what whatnot, you know. Yeah. Collections are, are a nice way for people to organize their sketches. Is there kind of like sketchbooks beyond projects where you can group sketches from different things together like if you have if you're working on a bunch of different design projects you can put them all in a collection or if you're working on a bunch of inktober you know from 2020 2021 you can put them together in a collection it's a little bit adds a little bit more granularity and uh, for folks folks who have a lot of sketches in linea it really comes in handy yeah and um, how have you seen people use Linea Sketch? There are so many templates. Like, are people using this as a journal now? Like, what what are some of the different ways people are using it beyond just basic sketching? 
<laughs> there's there's so many. It's it's hard. I mean, we get emails from people saying they they use it. I, my favorite is the the there's a user who used it to design a chicken coop for oh. himself, and he he yeah. drew out the plans and all the measurements, an isometric view of the coop before he started cutting wood and putting it all together. You know, I never would have thought that people <laughs> would have used the app for something like that. Yeah, but they do. And uh, they love it. Like I said, D&D people, gaming people create their dungeon maps with it. Uh, musicians who re- want to use the sheet music, um, note-taking calendars. It, it's great. It's flexible. It's a, it's a scratch pad that does more than just, you know, taking simple notes or drawing doodles. And um, I use it for my work all the time. I'm an interface designer, so I use it when we have to do flows for applications and, and yeah. things like that. And people, that's the bulk, I think, of what people use it for, but also just to be artistically creative and and express themselves. We have an Instagram account where people, we post sketches from our users, and some of them are just amazing. They're just beautiful. I'm continually floored by what people can do with the app and how far they can push the app, yeah. which is great. Do you guys integrate with shortcuts at all? Have you explored that, like creating a new, um, new from template in this collection? If you're doing like journaling, or we have not, I know, and that's a really good avenue to explore. I, I, I know that shortcuts are really popular and powerful, and uh, maybe we'll we'll look into that more in the future. That's a that's a good suggestion. Yeah, very cool. And then, um, yeah, anything we haven't touched on regarding linear sketch that you'd like to before you wrap it up? I mean, in general, I. I I really just am pleased with how 4.2 came out. I'm really happy with the organic ink, and I think our users will be too. It's it's tricky to balance like what people want and what is possible. Yeah, you know, at, with the limitations of the hardware and you know all of that. People, a lot of people write and they want vector shapes. They don't want bitmap shapes. They want to be able to yeah. create create bezier curves and things like that in in the app and. You can't do that because Linea isn't a vector-based app. It's a bitmap-based app. Um, there are great tools on the App Store for vector-based graphics, you know. But in general, Linea is a sketch pad. It's a sketch tool. It's it's meant to be quick and get your ideas down and, you know, that kind of thing. It wasn't created to, to do perfectly vectored artwork and export it, you know, for, yeah. for print and things like that. So for what it does, I th- I'm still really happy with how Linea behaves and performs and we've expanded the feature set for it uh, over the years and we'll continue to do that so. yeah something i almost forgot to mention is i love how you guys do the color sets of like dark hues pastels so yeah. if you're like working on you can kind of have colors that all kind of go together that, that that's a super nice kind of grouping that was actually that one of the, the first things we did we was developed how the colors were handled and everything because one of the things we hated was having to constantly choose and re-choose colors all the time and we want to make sure that those colors were consistent from one sketch to the next so having a, a bank of colors with their tints and shades already created for you was a real time saver and i think a, a pretty elegant solution and le- a lot of people love how linea handles colors it's just cool yeah and then i also want to ask about layers i know there's the ability to merge layers and You've guys it kind is. of tweaked that over the, the years. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, the, I mean, layer, there's only five layers in Linea, unlike, you know, hundreds or whatever in yeah. another app. We don't do hundreds or even more than five. Five is it, you know, but you can merge layers, you can move layers, you can change their opacity. And now in 4.2, it's even easier if you want to take an element from one layer and put it into another layer or combine them into another layer. It's easier to do that than ever before. And, um, which is necessary because as because the app only has five layers, you need to, you know, think about what's going on a layer or maybe you want to move it. You didn't put it in the right layer in the first try. Yeah. And you can do that. You do that very easily now. And I'm, that, that ended up being very, very useful. Nice. And then um, as far as the annotations, we kind of touched on it, is the fonts. Do you get to pick any font or how's that, that work in sizing? It comes with, uh, I think there's like 10 f- built-in fonts in Linear. Um, we may add more in the future. Yeah. We try to get a, a wide range of font styles. Um, we didn't want to overload users with 50 fonts. Yeah. It's not Linear's linea thing. But these are have. fonts that you guys kind of handpicked to kind of like, yes. versus just the built-in fonts, which is nice. Yes. Yep. Yeah, they are. And we even designed uh, one of the fonts ourselves, which is Linear Sans in the app. So if you go and choose that font, it was hand created by us, by one of our, our, our dear founder, Corey Marion there. He oh, just wow. passed away this year. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of an homage to Corey. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've played around with the, um, tools on iPad to let you make your own fonts just, you know, with the Apple pencil and it's a fun thing to do, but it, it seems a bloody difficult to nail it down and make it, it you know, perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's the big, big subject. Yeah. You know, you can get deep into it. Yeah. Um, well, uh, thank you again for your time today. Um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, uh, go back and listen to the older episodes. Uh, there's one about Tot, which is still an active development and a great little uh, app as well for, um, you know, having, you know, your notes and having knots like drafts is great for what it does, but I get lost in drafts with my thousands of drafts in there and, Todd kind of makes me <laughs> makes me honest about what I actually need in front of me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. Well. Um, and uh, where can people find more information about Linnea Sketch? Um, you can, all of our apps are available at apps.iconfactory.com. Um, but Linnea specifically is at Linnea, L-I-N-E-A dash app.com. Um, you can do that or search on the app store for Linea Sketch and you'll find it pretty easily. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ged. Really appreciate it. No, thanks for having me on. Really, really appreciate the support. So thanks from us too. Well, that's my discussion with Ged all about Linea Sketch. Learn more about Linea Sketch at apps.iconfactory.com and download it today for free in the app store. My thanks again to Ged for his time recording this interview. My thanks to you for your time and attention tuning in. You can support this podcast over at patreon.com slash iPadPros or by subscribing in Apple Podcasts. My thanks to everyone that supports the show. With that, I'll talk to everyone again real soon.